Running Out of Runway, a show about startups and what founders go through trying to make them a success. What you're watching slash listening to is the first show in a series called Iteration Prime, where we're going to talk through how I built a fully functional MVP from concept to launch in just seven days. Specifically, we're talking about PetMinder.io, a simple way for you and your friends and family to share taking care of pets. Before we get started, can you do me a favor? Take three seconds to subscribe and like or rate this. That's really the best way to let me know that this content is worthwhile. Go ahead, I'll wait. Okay, done? Thanks so much. So why in the world would I do this crazy exercise? For a few reasons. As part of my pro bono mentoring, it's extremely common for me to hear laments about, I can't make a prototype without funding, or I can't find a technical co-founder to build my product. It's simply not as big of a problem as you think it is. Even if it's not a functional MVP, you can definitely build a non-functional prototype or at least make wireframes to test with users. Do I think most people are going to be able to ship something as quickly as this? Probably not. And you really shouldn't try to. You simply can't rush getting things right. I do hope that this series will help you understand a potential framework for how to get the ball rolling on your project. Secondly, no code is increasingly becoming a real possibility for entrepreneurs who need to make something happen without much of a budget or without much technical acumen. I've been looking for an excuse to give a no-code platform a whirl, and this was it. Third, I've spent the last few years helping a bunch of different companies, but I haven't really built anything from scratch in a while. The old axiom of use it or lose it is true, and I gotta keep that prototype hustle strong. Finally, my wife and I actually need this product, and we need it to keep track of when we walk, feed, or give medications to our dog, Dottie. I intentionally did zero prep work before getting started on this exercise in order to maximize the challenge and show how possible it is to move quickly from nothing to concept to MVP. I did have a loose idea of the need and value prop in mind, uh, being that my wife is usually out of the house and on her way to work by the time I wake up, or I'll be in meetings when she gets home so we've often resorted to using notes to one another about when our dog was last walked or fed. I knew there is no way this could be a challenge for only us. It must be something that many people face every day around the world. Everything else I saved for this series. However, before I could get started, I took a day to explore the existing no-code platforms and think through how feasible building a functional MVP within seven days would really be. Did I want to focus on having a non-functional prototype that was more thought through? or something that would actually work. Do I need mobile, payments, text messages? I played with four different platforms, considered WordPress, and ultimately settled on using Bubble.io because there appeared to be numerous plugins and examples available for it. Based on an hour or so of watching tutorials and trying a few things out, I decided it was possible to have a fully functional MVP in seven days even with the potential hindrance of learning a new platform from scratch. Any platform choice would be a gamble at this point because I've invested so little time in researching them, but you gotta pick something. That decided, I set up a bubble account and rested up for day one. As I started day one, I wanted to run the idea through at least an abbreviated version of the process I use for developing ideas into products. 
Priority number one in that process is understanding the goal of the product. At the macro level, the objective is really to take better care of pets. More granularly, though, the goal is to make it easier for multiple people to care for a pet. That's pretty straightforward, so let's talk about users. Anyone who takes care of a pet is a potential user, but we need to pick a more exact target. Let's focus on families that are technologically adept and have two or more parties caring for it. What are the blockers or problems that hinder those users from achieving their goals? Well, the biggest is not knowing when the pet was last fed or walked. Another is knowing the details about those activities in real time. Another is sharing a set schedule of activities to take every day, week, or month. We also need mobile because when you're not at home, it's hard to know if there's food in the dog's bowl. Finally, having multiple pets with different needs really complicates this whole equation even more. There are a few solutions to these problems that are pretty evident. First, keeping a log of activities across multiple pets and people. Second, creating a schedule for each pet. And finally, a mobile interface to see all of this in real time on the go. If it weren't for the need to be able to see this info when you're not at home or with your pet, a whiteboard or paper log would probably handle the need just fine. But since we have a lot of moving parts, software can bring order to that chaos. I'll do an analysis of impact, confidence, and ease for these items when we get to scoping. Back in the envelope, there are about 90 million pet dogs in the US and 95 million pet cats. So as we think about potential impact, I'd guesstimate about 100 million users just in the US, with a target market of closer to 20 or 30 million pet owners with multiple caretakers and smartphones. I would have loved to do some surveying and deeper market research on this, but of course time is of the essence. Risks for the project are fairly negligible. There could be some privacy concerns at scale, and maybe a bug that could cause a pet to get double medicated in the worst case. Probably not something I can focus too much on given the time frame. Unknowns are going to be rife with an idea this underbaked. Let's just accept the fog of war that we're walking into. From a resource perspective, we have me, in my experience, Bubble, and any plugins that are available in about seven days. So not much. Metrics are going to be simple though. How many users we have, how many pets, how many pets per user, caretakers per pet, and then really the most important is an activity or product market fit metric, which we'll call number of logs per day per pet. If that number is low and stays low, then we're probably not a fit. Scoping is next. Before building anything, I need to synthesize everything above into tangible product elements and user stories. First, a user needs to be able to create an account and log into the app. This task is almost always trivial and commoditized, but given that I'm working on a new platform in tech, I'm not sure how difficult this will be. Secondarily, I want that to be as easy as possible, so some form of social login would be optimal, preferably Facebook given how prevalent the platform is. I know I need a forgot password and reset password process, a sign-up form, a login form, email confirmations, and some basic onboarding. My guess is that'll take about three to five hours depending on the platform, and my priorities probably ought to be sign up, so you know, you can do anything, log in, reset password, Facebook login, and onboarding. I think it's probably best to set a time box of four hours on this aspect of the project, as I can always come back and spend more time later as time allows. Second, a user needs to be able to add a pet and see a list of pets. 
This is basic functionality, but needs to allow the user to upload a photo of their pet as well as select a type and species of animal from a list. That means I'll have to source and import lists of animal types and their corresponding species and I'll need to be able to tie them together with some sort of search input for species and type. So we'll need name, photo, type, breed, species, weight, gender, age, and the ability to add people as caretakers. So how should that feature work? Well, a user will want to be able to add other people who also take care of their pet, and that person will likely not already be a user of the app. So we'll need to invite them to the app via email. In the case that the person in question is a user, we'll just go ahead and add them to the caretakers of the pet. It will be easiest to do so based on email address, but could be complicated by using social media authentication. We'll have to figure that one out later. All in all, I think adding, editing, viewing, and handling permissions on pets will probably need a day or so to get right. So I'll just assume that day two will be dedicated to handling user account signup and login, plus the initial pet work. We'll leave inviting caretakers for later once we know how the timing stands. We also need users to be able to create logs of actions they've performed. Each user will want to be able to record a log for any pet that they are caretaker or owner of, and the log will need a list of types of actions like walk, feeding, etc., It'll also need date and time of the action, and maybe some notes and a photos section. Then on the log list, we'll want to show the pet, the action, who added it, and the time it occurred. We also need to think about how pagination should work. I know I'll want it to be sorted date descending, but do we just want to show all the logs forever? Just the last 20? Or do I want to try to do some filtering by date and show today by default? That'll have to be determined by how much time I want to spend. Since this is the area of the app that will be most of the user experience, I want to get it right. So I'll plan to spend two days on this area to allow for as much baking as possible. I also think that the user will want to create schedules of actions. Not only will they want the ability to create one-off reminders of upcoming things like vet or grooming appointments, but they'll also want to be able to create ongoing daily, weekly, or monthly schedules of when to walk the dog or feed the fish or add water to the bottle on the cage. I think this will ultimately act to the same as logs, but in reverse, and each schedule item will effectively become a log item when marked completed. So if my dog Dottie usually gets fed at 6.30 a.m., I would want to see that as a scheduled feeding, and when I complete it and mark it off, it would be automatically added to the action log. I probably would also appreciate getting a push notification when the scheduled item is due, or maybe just when it's overdue. And those should probably go to all the caretakers of the pet as well. This element of the tool feels complex and is really two new interfaces, routine scheduled actions and one-off scheduled actions. The push notifications are dependent on the native app execution, and this whole area is completely nebulous at best. I think it'll probably need two days to even rough it in just to be safe. That leads me to think about native mobile. How important is it for this tool to be on a mobile device? It's probably really important. There's no way to really execute on truly native iOS and Android apps in the time frame we're talking about. And to be honest, I'm not very versed in the tech stacks required to make it happen anyway. So that means wrapping a web view of the tool in a native app is the only way to make this happen. I know there are some open source and paid libraries that will help make this possible, 
but still very nebulous as well. And I know the app submission and approval process is like a gauntlet of randomness that will probably be very frustrating to navigate so quickly. I'm guessing it'll take two days each for iOS and Android, and I also need to be prepared for the rejection of the app for being just a web view wrapper, which I can't really change. It will be a gamble to spend so much time on this if I choose to. Should I also include offline? If a user takes their pet to a park or somewhere with spotty internet, they'll still want to be able to add log items. That means I'll need a local data store in the native apps and will need a way to sync their updates to the live database when they reconnect. I'm not sure how I'm going to accomplish native at this point, so this additional need seems like a complete unknown. Not even sure it's possible with Bubble. Let's just say three days to be safe. After the primary functionality is in place, I'll want to do QA, user testing, and allow some time for revisions and refinements. Knowing what I do about how projects usually take on a life of their own and surprise you with roadblocks, random technical issues, and complete functionality pivots based on user feedback, let's just plan on two days worth of testing, cleanup, and revisions. So that adds up to just over 11 days of estimated work. And given that I'm already burning one up doing this planning, I'll only have six left. I have a few choices to be made. Let's prioritize those using the ICE framework. ICE stands for Impact, Confidence, and Ease. And the goal is to assign each index with a score from 1 to 10, and then average them to come up with a basic understanding of how things should be prioritized. Based on my best estimates of effort and impact, here is the prioritized list of features and capabilities. As you can see, first off, highest priority, we've got user basics and Facebook login. It's fairly important for users to be able to create accounts and log in. Then we have nav and interface, how users get around the application and how it looks, very important. Create, update, delete, and list pets, the basics of the application, the thing that everything else is built on creating and editing logs and seeing a list of logs, very vital. Adding multiple caretakers to pet, very high impact, fairly confident on that and not quite as easy. Uh, then iOS native, obviously gonna be very impactful, but uh, it's gonna take a lot of work. Then Android native, probably slightly less impact, but very um, you know considerable amount of work as well. And then a schedule of actions. I personally think this is a lower impact. I have low confidence on that, and I think it's gonna be a lot of work. And then we have offline mobile. Again, I have no idea the impact of that. I'm very low, have very low confidence on it, and it seems like an inordinate amount of work, so it's lowest priority. With five days of development time and one day reserved for QA and refinement, it's unlikely I'm going to be able to get to the bottom items like Android native scheduling and offline usage. While we're here planning, now is probably the best time to figure out basic branding. First, a name. In this case, I'm more worried about a domain name than I am having a perfect brand. You could spend weeks coming up with the perfect name, but never be able to get a domain that's even close. So I started with that to expedite the process. It's usually good to set a limit to the amount of time spent in something like this, so I picked two hours and then made a spreadsheet of domains that were available based on some simple brainstorming and searching. One that stood out was petminder.io. Of course, a .com would have been preferable, but of the 30 domains I identified, only two were .coms, and they were both pretty weak. 
Then I needed colors and fonts and a logo. Luckily, Bubble's default palette had a nice seafoam, sort of aqua-y uh, color. So I ran with that and then picked a Google font for the app and grabbed a royalty-free icon for the logo. Sure, that's not sexy, but you know, time. Three hours spent to get a name, domain, and basic brand identity. Is it perfect? By no means. But given the time frame, it's what had to be done. Don't let picking an ideal name and designing a revolutionary logo block you from getting something built. You can always change and refine it later. If no one ever hears about your product, does agonizing over the kerning of a logo font make much sense? Probably not. So now that we've got a name, a basic brand, and an execution plan, the next step is to start building. We're gonna pick up there in the next video, which will cover the first few days of building. Make sure to subscribe so you know when episode two comes out. Leave a comment with your thoughts on this project, or you can also shoot them over to me directly at ed at runningoutofrunway.com or at ebuholtz on Twitter. Don't forget that all of our podcasts and videos are available at runningoutofrunway.com. Thanks so much, and I look forward to talking about the rest of this project with you soon. See ya!